Welcome to the Woven Well podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Estes. I'm a certified fertility care practitioner with a master divinity degree. Each episode will cover a topic that helps educate and empower you on your fertility while honoring the deep connection your fertility has with your faith. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Woven Well podcast, and thank you so much for listening. I love that you are here week in and week out. If you haven't yet, I'd love to invite you to subscribe to our podcast. This makes sure to keep all of our just released episodes in your queue, ready for you whenever you're ready to listen. And our podcast includes client story episodes, interviews with guest experts, discussions on faith and fertility, and episodes like today's, where we take a topic related to fertility and give you the rundown on all the basics that you need to know. Which brings us to today's topic, LUF 101. I wish there was a way to pull you to see how many of you already know what LUF syndrome is, because It's not all that frequently discussed, but it's not uncommon for every woman to experience this at some point. So in understanding what LUF syndrome is, let's start by understanding what our body is doing naturally every cycle. If you've listened to our basic series, then you already know the reproductive process happening in your body each cycle. But if you haven't yet, then you can go back to episode one to hear exactly how your body works. But for today, let's start here. At the start of each cycle, eggs in your ovaries are recruited for possible ovulation. Each of those follicles produces estrogen until one is selected to ovulate. This large follicle is then changed by the hormone LH, also known as luteinizing hormone, in order to release an egg that's inside that mature follicle. This is known as ovulation. After this egg is released, the follicle is still super important. Instead of estrogen, the follicle, now known as the corpus luteum, is producing progesterone to help prepare the lining of the uterus for a possible pregnancy and lots of other things. Now, LUF stands for luteinized unruptured follicle. So this is when the reproductive process follows exactly the same steps I just mentioned. The body is recruiting eggs, follicles grow around these eggs and are producing estrogen, LH surges to prepare that mature follicle for ovulation, progesterone is even produced by that follicle that's now known as the corpus luteum. The key difference is that when the LH surged, the mature follicle didn't actually ovulate. All the events were there, but for some reason, the follicle didn't actually rupture and the egg wasn't able to leave the ovary. This can be an incredibly frustrating thing for couples who are hoping to conceive a pregnancy. Other women too, but especially for those hoping to conceive. Everything looks right. The follicles are growing, estrogen's pumping. You get that LH surge and you're seeing beautiful cervical mucus. Progesterone follows ovulation, but there's simply no egg to be fertilized. So here's a big question. How can you know if you have LUF syndrome? The truth is that most of the time, women don't know. 
it is possible to have LUF occur randomly or more consistently. It's common in women with longer cycles and PCOS and those with regular, seemingly healthy cycles. It can be a bit frustrating. (laughs) But there are some clues out there to help you figure out if it may be a possibility for you. The first is that if you're dealing with quote-unquote unexplained infertility, this is definitely something to look into. LUF can tend to fly under the radar because you may be having regular cycles, your hormone labs are coming back normally, and your pre-ovulatory ultrasound is showing a healthy growing follicle. We don't have exact data on how common LUF syndrome is, but we do know that it's far more likely in women dealing with the symptom of infertility, potentially up to around 40%. Another thing that helps you figure out if LUF cycles could be happening to you, Creighton charting. What do you know? There are signs of LUF that you can spot through Creighton charting. No wonder I am such a fan of Creighton and talk about it all the time. It's just plain helpful. And when you're charting, I don't want you to think that you need to have that pressure on your shoulders of figuring it out yourself. Your practitioner is trained in spotting flags that may suggest an LUF cycle or even a consistent pattern of LUF syndrome. When your charting shows this possibility or you're wondering if your unexplained infertility may actually be explained by LUF, there is a definitive way to diagnose it. The key to diagnosing LUF syndrome is a follicular ultrasound series. So this is going to be more common as a recommendation among NAPRO providers, but not necessarily with general OBGYNs or even reproductive endocrinologists. A follicular ultrasound series is not just an isolated ultrasound, meaning at one particular point in your cycle. Because remember, LUF may show what looks like a normal ultrasound at the start of your period, even into that pre-ovulatory phase. So when you have an ultrasound series, your provider is watching the small but critical changes occurring in the follicle right around ovulation. They're specifically looking for the punctured balloon sort of look that's common in that ruptured follicle after ovulation. So it won't happen immediately. You can't really catch ovulation happening on an ultrasound, but you can see it within a few days afterwards. So it's important to track it over those specific days so you can see what you're looking for. And of course, this goes back to the benefit of charting. These timed ultrasounds are important. And you don't want to have them based on this guess that maybe you ovulate around day 14. Uh, My guess is you don't want it to be based on any sort of guess. (laughs) When you're charting with Creighton, though, you have very specific data that allows you to see exactly when you're ovulating. In fact, you'll know even when you've entered into that window of fertility, which is exactly what you'll need for these timed ultrasounds. Now, once you're able to get these ultrasounds, you're finally able to get your diagnosis, LUF syndrome. And now you can focus on treating it. Yes, of course. But also, don't forget to see if you can address why it's happening in the first place. But I will say this is a little bit of a gray area. The truth is that it's a little tricky to know the exact reason, even though many studies have been done. This is what we know so far. 
there have been studies that suggest things like recurring fertility treatments or even NSAID use like Advil or Aleve, these can make you more likely to have LUF cycles. But it's hard to know exactly how much influence these things have. It's also suggested that you're more likely to have LUF if you have a chronic inflammatory condition. Now, my next question would be, do you know if you have a chronic inflammatory condition? So inflammation can significantly affect your fertility, but it's not always something talked about with your doctors or even thought about on your own. Inflammation can come from weak gut health, like we talked about with Kiera in episode 58, unchecked insulin resistance or environmental toxins in our personal care and household products, or some other source. But inflammation is our best guess at the cause of lots of health issues, including reproductive ones like LUF and even endometriosis. The good news is that if you're experiencing LUF cycles, there are treatments. And of course, the first I would recommend is to try to reduce your inflammation. This process is going to look very different for every person. It's going to be specific to your particular body and needs. So it's not always that one size fits all process. If you have insulin resistance, then managing that imbalance is a great first step to reducing overall inflammation in the body. But if you don't have insulin resistance, then it's not as necessary of a step. So you see my point. But in general, being mindful of things like gut health and environmental toxins, that can benefit everyone. So like I mentioned, you can listen to our recent episode on gut health with Kiera. And I'm hoping to have some more resources on environmental toxins coming out to you really soon. Even reducing stress can improve the body's inflammation. And I realize we can't always just stop the stressors in our lives from feeling stressful, but we can incorporate practices of rest and renewal amidst the stress. So what are things that make you feel less stressed? A hot bath with some Epsom salts, maybe a little essential oils, or 20 minutes of time with your favorite tea and a good book, getting outside first thing in the morning for a walk or a run, Maybe it's a game night with friends. Whatever it is, put it on the calendar and know that you're doing it for your health. Since LUF cycles can sometimes be caused by recurrent fertility treatments, another option is to take a little break from active treatments. Now for most couples, this doesn't mean you have to stop trying to conceive during that time, but you just may not take letrozole that cycle for instance. And please don't hear me say that you need to stop any fertility treatments. I'm just letting you know that it's an option since it can be a cause of LUF syndrome. Maybe you take a break from medications for a month or two and see if it returns. If you don't think your LUF cycles are caused by either, or if you want to push forward regardless, then you have the treatment option of HCG injections. HCG is a hormone produced by an early pregnancy, but it mimics some of our other reproductive hormones like LH. So it can be used as an injection before the LH surge that causes ovulation to help trigger a successful ovulation. So you may have heard this term used a trigger shot. Now an HCG shot is fairly successful, 
but it's not always the most sustainable practice. It can be a little pricey and so sometimes challenging to do long-term. So even if you choose to use these shots, which are a great option, keep in mind that the other approaches like reducing inflammation are something that you can start now and can do long-term. So there you have it. Now you know what LUF syndrome is, how to be on the lookout for whether or not you have it, how to actually get it diagnosed, what could be causing it, and what your options are for treatment. These 101 episodes are really important to me because women aren't always given this basic information like they should be. Maybe you've been given a trigger shot before, but you weren't told why. Maybe you're seeing signs of LUF and other issues caused by inflammation, and now you feel more empowered to address it. Maybe you've had years of infertility and LUF was never investigated. You deserve to have this information. So if you'd like to have what we talked about today in a written form, we have a very handy LUF 101 resource guide on our website under our resources tab. You can get it for free at wovenfertility.com resources. It can be really helpful when you're preparing to talk with your doctor or as you're looking into resources for your own health. And there are lots of other free resources you can check out there as well. We include resources like these along with upcoming events and interesting news and insights in our monthly newsletter email. Podcasts are great but it can feel a little bit hard to be connected. And being on our newsletter still keeps your email clutter free, from us at least, but gives you that ability to see all that Woven Natural Fertility Care is up to beyond the podcast, and even reply with questions or thoughts. And I would love to hear from you. So you can sign up for our newsletter on our website, wovenfertility.com, or through the link in the show notes. As always, thanks so much for listening as we continue to explore together what it means to be woven well. 